Adventures in Dating Part 2 Getting Clear About What You Want I am new to the dating scene. Typically, I would live my life and if a person of interest crossed my path, I would throw caution to the wind, so to speak. I would go with the flow, ride it out, and see how the chips fell. After a handful of unsuccessful and short-lived connections alongside one traumatic relationship, I realized if I truly wanted to find someone of substance, that was an unrealistic approach. After my traumatic relationship a few years ago, I listened to a book called Getting the Love You Want, which really resonated with me. It was written by Harville Hendricks, Ph.D., and he explores how our childhood plays a role in our relationships. How we seem to be drawn to people that remind us of our primary caregivers, and for those of us who didn't have positive childhoods, this can hinder our ability to select people that are good for us. We tend to seek out someone who reminds us of our parents because it both makes us feel comfortable while simultaneously seeking the love that we always wanted but never received. My mother was beautiful, wild, and fun, yet crazy and volatile. We used to sing and dance while playing dress-up as she made me feel magical and told me I could accomplish anything I put my mind to. Until things got dark for her and she would become verbally abusive and hurtful. My father was gentle, kind, and the light of my life. He loved me dearly, but left after their divorce at the age of six. As a result, I have been drawn to men who are either wildly fun but often imbalanced or avoidant slash unavailable. I have a mix of codependency alongside abandonment issues. The normal ones always seemed so boring to me, and I unknowingly craved excitement in order to fill the void of not getting the stable care that I needed as a child. The difference between me and most people, however, was that I recognized that I had a blockage and my desire to overcome my circumstances was far greater than my need for immediate gratification. I have worked extremely hard to understand my traumas, along with learning how to overcome them. At this point, my self-love teeters on the border of narcissism. I say that jokingly, but my best friend makes fun of me for it. I think because I didn't get the love I needed, I had to manufacture it myself, and over time, I learned how much of a badass I am, and how I can't rely on any man, or person for that matter, to give me that love. It resides inside of me, and I have to own it. The love I have for my avatar is so strong that now I'm ready to share it, and I seek a worthy receiver. I casually dated a male model a while back and learned that what they say about models might be true. Super hot, but there isn't much going on upstairs. He was sweet and a good person, but we could never get deep, and after a few fun months, I ended things with no explanation. He later confronted me to ask why I broke things off. He said that it felt like a business transaction and that maybe he wasn't putting in as much, so I cut him off as if he were a business decision. I realized that he was 100% correct, and as insensitive as I may have been to his feelings, it wasn't working for that very reason. I wasn't willing to be the investor anymore. I wasn't willing to put all my time and energy into someone or something that wasn't bringing me a return on my investment. At this point, I'm not willing to start something that doesn't make sense long term. I'm not willing to humor or humor any deal breakers in hopes that the person will change. They never do. I'm not interested in fixing anyone as I've tried that repeatedly only to be left feeling used and drained. No, no, I am embracing my power. And I realize that all relationships are transactional, whether you recognize this or not. 
Some people want companionship at all costs and are willing to forfeit their dignity to avoid being alone. Some people want sex. Some people want arm candy to make themselves look or feel better. Some people want safety or security. None of these wants are wrong as every person deserves to be true to themselves and their needs. However, being clear with yourself and those you date is imperative for a long and lasting and balanced partnership. What I want is far deeper. I want true connection, a best friend and a lover, someone who I can confide in and who will push me to my limits while catching me when I fall. I realize that I am a queen and I need to own this like mama taught me. I want my love to find me beautiful, fun, and exciting while being able to handle my crazy as we all have it. To be fair, I'm pretty reasonable, but trauma is trauma. And I'll be the first to admit on occasion it creeps up and I revert back to patterns that are hard to break. For example, if I think someone is going to leave me, I leave first to spare myself the uncertainty. I need my man to give me a minute to catch my breath, realize how ridiculous that is, and then be my rock and pull me back in. Again, it's rare and embarrassing when this happens, but I need a strong man to hold space for me when I can't hold space for myself. After all, as Marilyn so eloquently put it, if you can't handle me at my worst, then you don't deserve me at my best. Getting clear about what you want is a process, but something worth embarking on. Here are a couple lists to start with that you can adjust over time as you grow to know and love yourself. Write down all the things you desire in your partner. Start the sentence with, my partner is. Avoid saying I want him or her to be. Don't use future tense, but rather write your list as if they are already here. Example, my partner is kind to my kids and all kids. He wants to get to know them and be their friend. My partner is thoughtful. He thinks deeply about things and contemplates life. He is mindful present in his life and considers his impact on others. He's well articulated, knows how to speak, write, communicate, and express himself. He's emotionally intelligent. He listens to his heart, knows himself, what he wants, and has empathy for others. He's supportive, encourages me to pursue my goals, and pushes me to be my best self while being able to catch me when I fall. He's healthy. He cares about what he puts in and on his body. He likes to work out frequently, be fit and active. He'll even try things that I enjoy like yoga or acro yoga and even be silly with my hula hoop once in a while while not being too obsessed with always being healthy. Just most of the time. Everything in moderation, including moderation. He's open-minded. We don't always agree or see things the same, but we allow each other the space to explore ideas and ask questions without feeling judged. He's fond of travel and exploring new places. He's financially stable, has the means to do all of that, and has his own career that he enjoys that offers him a lifestyle that we can share weight equally without stress. He's attractive. He has good hygiene, but knows how to be a man and not be afraid of pheromones. He has some sense of fashion and knows the difference between dressing up, down, business, casual, or costumery. He is conscious of fashion, but doesn't really care what other people think of his appearance. He's unapologetically himself. He doesn't let society, social norms, or pressure change him. He's funny, fun-loving, and overall a great time to be around. He likes to let loose sometimes and be a free spirit. He loves to laugh and joke around, be silly and spontaneous. He makes trips to the grocery store worth writing home about. 
He's well-equipped, if you know what I'm saying. But to be clear, my man has a very nice girthy penis. Not too long, not too short, but just right. He's sensual. He's great in bed, an amazing kisser, and appreciates the power of touch and giving extra attention to my body. He's affectionate, not afraid of public displays of affection. I know puke, right? He's loyal, he's honest, he's intelligent, and he's spiritual. Above all, he's in love with me. Not his made-up version of me, not the surface me, not just my body, and not what I have to offer, but he's genuinely and passionately in love with all of me. Next, write down what you have to offer. Don't be shy. We all have our strengths, and we need to own them. Here are some things I have to offer to the lucky man who catches my heart. I am optimistic and cheerful, and I have the ability to brighten a room and lift people's spirits. I have a great sense of humor and make people laugh with spontaneous jokes and just being silly or pointing out how silly we are as humans. I can break the ice easily and make people smile. I am patient and kind. I am stoic in times of trouble. I am the voice of reason in difficult or emotional situations and can usually find middle ground or help bring calm and peace to the situation. I am understanding and forgiving. I'm a good cook and homemaker who enjoys taking care of the people I love. I can hold an intellectual conversation and discuss worldly and deep topics. I'm creative and can transform anything into a work of art. I am well articulated and can hold my own within a variety of dynamics. I'm smart, hardworking, and capable of anything I put my mind to. I'm hot with a cute butt and womanly curves, soft skin, and nice hair that will make any man melt. Also, I'm charming. So what is it that you want and have to offer? Thank you for listening to the Malia podcast. Please like and subscribe to stay in touch.